You're listening to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast with Tommy Colonin, a proud member of the Denim Audio Network. Welcome to the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast, where we talk to innovative artists, creative pastors, church planners, entrepreneurs, and people creating movements. Our goal is to inspire and equip you in ministry, music, and the marketplace. I'm your host, Tommy Urban D. Colonin. What's good, family? We are back with episode 27 of the Flavor Fest Urban Leadership Podcast. I got my guy with me right here, Pastor Darnell Butler. What's up? What's up? What's good? Worshiping arts pastor here at Crossover Church. This guy was a major part of Flavor Fest on the stage and especially behind the scenes as well. He, Him and his team were moving, making everything happen. I mean, we just had an incredible conference. And I mean, it was about a month ago now. We, yeah. we needed some time to breathe yeah, and absolutely. to rest a little bit. <laughs> so we were, we were meaning to do this earlier, but just we were just busy and resting. And But uh, but yeah, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good now. Feeling good. Uh, you know, at, with this position, you go from one thing straight into another thing. I know. So, uh, I know. Sunday's coming. It's, it's always like, coming, bro. Something else coming, but uh, I'm still feeling good, man. I feel really good about the conference. Yeah, man. So what was one of your favorite moments from Flavor Fest 2021? Oh, man. So many incredible moments from Flavor Fest. I think, you know what? It doesn't seem like it, and it may not be like, oh, that was his favorite moment. But I think, honestly, my favorite moment was just even the beginning um, seeing everybody get here. You know, it's, it was that talk of, you know, you know, because of what's happening with the virus and stuff, people aren't going to show up. But to see how hungry people were yeah. and to see people come and flood in these rooms and their hearts were so hungry for information. The production side, it's not like, oh, that's what the production guy like. But for me, I mean, that's the other side of me. You know, it was like, man, these people really needed this. So that was my favorite part was seeing the people come and be like, pour into us, please. That's really what it was like. Yeah, man, I agree because Flavor Fest this year was like extra special. Yeah. Because the last year and a half has been so challenging for leaders to try to just navigate everything. And even a lot of people that come to yeah. Flavor Fest are from other states. Yeah. And we're in Florida, and it's a lot more open yeah. <laughs> and free here. Um, but in a lot of those other states, man, they still have restrictions even now. And a lot of their churches um, didn't open up until just months ago. Right. Um, and so, you know, we at Crossover in Florida here in Tampa – We've been open since October of 2020, and so we, we've been open for a minute, navigating everything. But so I think for a lot of people, just even to come in this kind of environment where, uh, you know, it was like we felt like we're back. Yeah, You know, people Absolutely. were just, man, felt so good just to be back in person in the room and everybody's needed to have some fun man. yeah absolutely it was like that pent-up demand of like man we've been you know locked locked down for so long we haven't been able to go to anything nobody was doing conferences or concerts or events hardly it was legit a family reunion it was man. it legit was a family reunion just to see everybody this was only my second one and so for even me because i my very first one it was kind of just i was just thrown in there and was like okay go so this yeah. one i was able to really reflect and be like yo from last year or whatever it was and um i i really felt like this was much needed just a time of although we were pouring into and learning yep. it was just the fellowship yeah. Of everyone saying, man, so good to see you guys. And almost that, we made it. Kind of like, yeah. yo, we made we it. We still man. here. Yeah, <laughs> that whole thing. So it was it was awesome. 
Yeah, man. And and we were just excited to share with other churches like what we've been doing at Crossover to innovate during this time because yeah. our church hasn't just barely survived. We've really been thriving during this season. And so it, it was so good to welcome people into our house and to see what was happening. And um, yeah, I, I mean, the concerts, the conference, all the different elements. There's so many different elements of Flavor Fest. Right. Um, so, but first of all, you're the worship guy. So right. let's talk about worship for a minute because Thursday night when we opened up, that was the oh, first man. opening general session for the public, for everybody, uh, was invited to come. And I mean, the room was packed. And yo, like you guys well, remix <laughs> worship. Like you guys tore it up. So what's what's so so funny about about that? So we did. I got so many compliments Thursday night. Like people were like, "Yo, yeah. the worship, the songs, yeah. all this kind of stuff." And what is so crazy about that? Behind the scenes was so the opening that we did. I wanted to do something special for the opening. I just knew I wanted to do something. Talk about special. the opening of people. Didn't so see the opening, we brought out a good friend of ours, Elijah McGill. He came out and did this spoken word piece, and we were using the the focus. The central focus was talking about how big our God was because yeah. we were we were just coming out of this thing, and we all made it here. It was like, look how big God is. And he did this spoken word on um, how big he is. And I couldn't find a song really to kind of go with it. We had a song, but I didn't want to start it like that. I wanted something that kind of showcased more um, the, the the talents and the gifts that Remix Worship has. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was like two weeks before Flavor Fest, and I wrote an opening. And so it was literally two yeah, weeks. I remember you were in the studio. I was in the studio. Yes, some of the, me and some Q. Of the producers and we were here. like, yo, we got to do something. We're trying to come up with this crazy stuff and everything. So two weeks before, we gave it to our band. And it was honestly probably the hardest track our drummer has ever had to play. Like the way we, mm. were, we were orchestrating it and everything. So, I mean, these guys took it. And in two weeks, maybe two rehearsals, I think. They just executed it, got our rappers on it, got the team on it. There was no BGVs in the track or anything. It was just authentically just their voices singing. Tell everybody what a BGV is. Oh, just the so background they, vocals. There you go. Okay. Yeah, multi-tracks. You might put some is, background but, vocals know. in there. But no, this was authentically just them All real. singing, choreography. No Millie Vanilli. Yes. <laughs> Did the whole thing, and we did 45 minutes of straight worship. Yeah, it was. It was and so, extended, but it I didn't mean, feel like it. It, it was just everybody was Brought in some in. guest singers and stuff and rappers and stuff and just put it all together. And so I, it was so funny because when we started, everybody was standing up, but you, as the worship leader, you see everything. So everybody's eyes were just like this, just kind of looking like Whoa, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't until yeah. we got to a song where like they really kind of knew they were like, oh yeah, this is praise and worship. Yeah. But everybody was coming to us afterwards, like, yo, where first of all, where can we get that track? Where can we get this? And it was like, oh, we literally just recorded it. <laughs> like, so um, it was a lot of fun, man. It was it was definitely a lot of fun, but man, it happened so quick. A lot of people don't realize how 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 quick that, that team learned all that stuff. Yeah, so um where can people find it? We're gonna show a clip. Yeah. But where so so set up the clip okay. that we're gonna show and then like tell everybody where they can see like the whole thing. Okay, so um the, the clip that you're going to see, we'll do a little bit of Pastor Elijah doing the spoken word. And then it went right into um, this intro that I wrote and brought out two of our uh, crossover MCs to rap on this thing. And it, I mean, these guys just nailed this thing to the T. I was like, I don't have words for it. I told them the beat I kind of yeah. wanted with it. And these guys just took it there. Um, but it's on YouTube. It's on a Flavor Fest YouTube page um, or Crossover Church YouTube page. It's in our remix. Crossover worship. 813. Yep. Crossover 813. Fest. Bam. 
the YouTube page and you can see the extended version, the whole thing of, of all of worship. But um, check this out, man, because it was it was fire. This sizeless, matchless, unmeasurable God is here. And even in all of his splendor, he loves you. Take my eyes off the horizon. He's still a great big God. When people start talking about the way that I've been walking, I just block out all the noise and say he's a great big God. And you may not know my story, just know that he gets all the glory. Cause what he does for me, you see the great big God. So he's my water. Cause I'ma keep on singing Cause joy comes in the morning And he's a great yeah. big uh. My God is bigger than anything you can fathom, fam. Stronger than the Taliban, brought Daniel out the lion's den. My God, he is the greatest of all. From the birds and the bees to the ants that crawl. Like when you slip, he right there to pick you up when you fall. With the same love as before, like you ain't done it at all. The definition of forgiveness, you my voice to be a witness. He ain't working out no fitness, he the greatest of all. Yeah. Greater of the earth, the moon, the sun, the stars. You like a foundations and of quasars. You are Elohim, how can we fathom who you are? And we are all in love. King of kings, you are the Lord of lords. We want to see your glory with splendor and galore. Come King Jesus, in this we are implored. Tell him we mix how we feel about our Lord. Hey world, here we come. Remix on the stage like a big bass drum. We're loud with our worship and we're rowdy with our praise. Cause he's a great big God. Hey world, here we come. Remix on the stage like a big bass drum. Look at that, y'all. That's my worship team right there. <laughs> I'm proud, man. We got so much talent at Crossover Church. And Pastor Darnell, man, has done yes, such a great job at uh, organizing, curating, developing, training that talent and putting it all together. And it's just been it's been amazing. Um, hey, side note really quick. I didn't yeah. plan on talking about this, man. But talk about this is another thing he does as well. We do productions at Crossover. So we did the Hip Hop Nutcracker. We did the Wiz. Tell everybody what we're about to do oh, this man. December. It's like so two weeks from oh I mean three weeks from today. Holy cow. Well, the yeah. day we're filming this. Woo. Three weeks from today, we have our opening night. It's the greatest showman, a Christmas remix. Yo. And so that's what I was talking about earlier with like Flavor Fest was happening, 
but we were still in rehearsals. We were still in production mode for The Greatest Showman. So I had to switch modes in the Flavor Fest, came right out of Flavor Fest and was like, oh, right back to right the production. Because you guys started in like July, right? We started July and then rehearsals started August and it was yeah. just constant going and we rehearsed. So we got a week off because of Flavor Fest, but then it was like, okay, jump right back in yeah. because we moved our production up this this year yeah. it's earlier this year and it is a it's a lot more intricate than even the last two that we've done something about me i told pastor tommy i was like yeah i'm gonna make this one real easy it's not gonna do too much nah, man he's always like i'm like nah <laughs> notching it up a little I'm bit like, more the I'm like the whiz was great on, man, i gotta go to the easy. next level the whiz so, was crazy so we're um we're excited about that the team has been working really really hard you've got a lot more um singing dancing it's a lot more complicated in this production um, you know, this one is because it was such a big hit movie and not really on Broadway. I had to take pieces and try to make how do you make it work for the stage? So it's it's going to be phenomenal. Ticket sales have been incredible. Matter of fact, I don't know when you guys are going to watch this, but we have live stream options available too. Yeah, because most people are watching this from somewhere else. They can't yeah, come physically They can't to Tampa. come physically see it. So how can they watch it uh, You can go right to our website, crossoverchurch.org, and click on the banner for The Greatest Showman and um, get the live stream tickets there and then we'll send you the link and you can have a watch party with your family. Um, I encourage you to watch it. It's going to be a phenomenal show. Um, this year really took me out of my element because I'm usually just the writer and the director and the lead role P.T. Barnum was such a big he role. He is P.T. Barnum. Nobody auditioned for P.T. Barnum. So my team, of directors, my team of directors and I Nobody were sitting wanted there. That smoke, so no. you, you had to take it, bro. So we sat in that meeting and they were like, you're going to have to play P.T. Barnum. I'm like, oh. So this year I'm writing, directing, and starring. And so, uh, wow. it's, so, it's so been pray, pray for this guy, Yeah, y'all. pray for me. It's, it's the gonna hardest be, But it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. It's going to be absolutely fun. We've got so much talent here at Crossover. We've got kids we've got uh wise people we'll call them wise people you know but it, the age ranges and everything it's going to be an awesome production that you guys are going to be able to see um the talent that we have here at crossover church awesome so all right so we'll shift gears yep. go back to flavor fest and I, I think another thing for me that was super noticeable this year and which was kind of crazy was we had more than half the people that attended the conference were new. Yeah, first time. It was their first time because, you know, we asked several times in some of the general sessions and more than half of the hands were like, it's my first time, you know, and we have thousands and thousands of people that are Flavor Fest alumni. Mm -hmm. Many of them wanted to come, mm -hmm. but just because of the pandemic and just kind of maybe where they were at in this season, they weren't able to come in person. But so we, we were nervous a little bit yeah. as we had a spike of cases here in Florida in July and August. And some people were hitting us up like, y'all still doing that conference down there? <laughs> we heard it's crazy down there. We're like, right. yeah, well, it's going to be better by then because, you know, we, we, we looked at everything like we're praying. It's, it's going to come down. We're, you know, and praise God it did. In September, it got much better by the time October rolled around. Uh, the cases were very we, we had really like the lowest cases in the country. We still do now as, as filming this. But um, so the crazy thing was we only had, I think, seven people less in person at the conference than we had in 2018. 2018. Yeah. Um, but we did the online option, which yeah. we didn't have before. So there was several dozen people mm -hmm. that got that package. So technically we had more people mm -hmm. at the conference. But then the concerts like, man, Florida 
Florida's ready to come out, y'all. Like, we out <laughs> doing everything down here. Uh, we had more people at the concerts this year than we had at the last Flavor Fest. Like, more than 100 tickets more. Yeah, they were ready. So it was it was packed. And, uh, man, praise God, nobody got COVID. Yeah. Nobody got sick from being at Flavor Fest. We had nobody call us and say, hey, I tested positive. And, you know, we have a big building and everybody could spread out. And so God protected us. We had a lot of prayer covering on it. But, um, but yeah, man, it was amazing. So a lot of first-time guests. Yeah. I want to show a video of a first-time guest. And some of you guys, you're probably going to hear more. I'm going to have this guy on the podcast in the future. But this guy actually was writing him letters as he was in jail the past seven years and eight months. His name is E.I. Goes by E.I. He's, he's a Christian hip-hop artist as well. And uh, was just discipling him. He was getting discipled by some other people, uh, actually a chaplain in the prison and whatnot. He was growing in his faith. Uh, this guy actually from jail was sending tithe checks in. Yeah. Like we've ne I've never heard of that from anybody. Mm -hmm. Usually people will send a letter and want something, mm -hmm. you know. And, and we did send him books and magazines and stuff like that. We sent him resources. But, I mean, he was tithing from prison. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So anyways, he just got out like the week before Flavor Fest, and we hooked it up and got him an apartment right here in the neighborhood by the church. So he moved in. He's like an urban missionary. Um, he's out on the block almost every day, ministering to people, giving out cards. Somebody came to church last Sunday yeah, I that, saw. that he yeah. met on the, on the block, and uh, God is really using him. And so he got out the week right before Flavor Fest. Uh, he's a hip-hop head. He's an artist. So he was, like, super excited to be here. So uh, check out this little clip from him as he talks about his first Flavor Fest experience. Yo, and I made so many Kingdom connections at Flavor Fest. It was crazy. And I've already followed through with many of them. And I was even able to link with my dog Greg, a part of City Takers Southwest Florida, when I was in Fort Myers and pulled up on them in one of their outreach events. So not only as we continue to build and fellowship, but continuing not only that connection, but being able to learn from them and what God's doing in and throughout City Takers Southwest Florida and how I can glean from their approach to winning the city and representing Christ and proclaiming the gospel and just grind and co-labor with them man for kingdom purposes man salute all right it's my man ei so man pastor darnell let's go yeah. back to the first night and kind of walk through what okay. happened at flavor fest sure. let's talk about the fashion show since you were one of the voices yeah one of the hosts of the fashion show fashion show was always phenomenal because so i'm a christian t-shirt like junkie i love he is i wear them i love to wear them every single day. sunday every single week i just i love them I send love this them. man your t-shirts i he will wear, wear it them. in front yeah, of thousands i will I'm giving you a plug bro um <laughs> But because of the message, I love the message. And yeah. because I'm standing up there for a while and some people are looking, they'll, they'll always come and say, where'd you get that? What does that mean? It's so it's also a testimony to we were at, I, I took my family to Disney World like two days ago and wore a Christian T-shirt. I wore KB's. Not today, Satan. Yep. And everywhere I was going in line, people behind me. Bro, where's that shirt from, man? Got to get that shirt. <laughs> I love it. You know, but but, you know, it's not just I love not just that I love the shirt, I love the message that it sends. And I love that people ask the questions or want to know about it and everything. So to have a fashion show showing all these different things, yeah. all these different elements, and we had some incredible clothing lines. We had, we had, we had your line, Eternal. Yes, we had uh, Native, right? Yeah, Eternal, there it is, <laughs> plug. All right. Yeah. We had Native. 
Native, my man KB from right here in Tampa, HGA. Yep. Who else we had? We had we had from Atlanta, Unapologetic. Unapologetic. We love oh. their stuff. Oh. Yep, yep. yep. And yep. then all the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan, we had Hustle, Pray, Eat. Yeah, man. So with incredible lines, incredible uh, designs, the the concepts, the creativity of the, the clothing wear was just a lot of fun. But I, we think it's great because we have all those vendors out there yeah. in, the, in the lobby. So right after those fashion shows and when they see that stuff, oh, they'll go eat that stuff up, you yeah. know, and they'll go out there and do that. So we had a lot of fun with that. Um, I got to host it again this year with uh, my sister, Jessica. Uh, we had a great time with it. Um, we had Angie Rose, um, right? Yep. Angie Rose Angie kicked Rose it off. Rocked it. Yeah, man. And, and Elijah McGill actually did music too. So it's just a lot of fun, you know, to kind of come out of what yeah. seems like a service and we were doing this thing and then yep. just like literally just have fun talking about the clothing lines and everything. So that was that was always fun. Yeah, and we feel like fashion, man, it fits right in with yep. our culture, with with Christian hip hop, with urban ministry. You know, we like we like to have our style and everything. Yeah. And so um, yeah, we haven't seen anybody that's really done an urban fashion show no. with our brands. And so there's so many brands out now that are doing really well and thriving. And so we wanted to kind of give a platform to that. And like Pastor Darnell said, a lot of those brands, they all had uh, booths out in the lobby. And man, yeah, people were buying stuff up yeah. like crazy. And, and then, you know, you get to represent it. Go out and represent. Why not support Christian clothing lines and some of these other mainstream brands that... Uh, may have some values and support some things that we don't even agree with. We got options now. Yeah. And we got good options, right? So support um, Christian clothing lines for real, for real. So we had the fashion show. That was amazing. Um, then the next day we moved into the actual conference conference and we had seven workshop tracks. Talk yeah. a little bit about the workshop tracks. We did three breakout workshop times yep. during the conference. We had um, the youth workers, urban, yep. right? We had urban youth, youth workers urban institute youth workers. sponsored yep. the youth ministry track. We had a business and entrepreneurship track, yep. which was phenomenal. That one that, stayed. That, that one was packed. Yeah, it stayed packed. Yeah. We had a lot of these artists who Everybody's were Everybody's an entrepreneur now. Oh, yeah. After Everybody the pandemic. <laughs> um, we had the uh, apologetics, unapologetics, hear me? Yep. Uh, apologetics. Urban apologetics. Yeah, urban apologetics yep. that we had. Yeah, the truth in there. Yep. Uh, Eric Mason was in there. Yeah. And, uh, vocab Malone. Those were good tracks, too, yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. It was good stuff. Good stuff. We had the the church planners track. Yep. Another good one. Yep. Uh, for those pastors, we had the crossover church kind of track where you, they can learn more about what we do. Yep. Um, church innovation church track. Church innovation. Then we had um, for our kids, right? Yep. We had a track for, for pastors, kids, pastors, or kids. ministry leaders, kids, and um, that was the first time we did that. Yeah, and it was amazing. There was about twenty teenagers that were in there. It was awesome. And so we're gonna do that again. So if you want to come to Flavor Fest next time and bring, if you have some teenagers, yeah, you want to bring them. They can fellowship with some other teenagers that are ministries kids. Yeah. Um, my daughter was in there and she really enjoyed it. it was super helpful. Shout and, out uh, to AI and Maddie Ray who yeah, did those man. They, they did the workshops. They and touched the kids, those kids, kids man. Loved yeah, them. they loved them. It those kids great. loved them. I okay, so you're missing one more workshop. Who are we missing? Uh, I know what it is. I'm just trying to test you, man. It's the oh. biggest one, too. Was it the biggest one? It was. It's in the gym. I'm gonna give you a hint. Oh, music? Yes. <laughs> the artist track. The artist track. The artist business and music track. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's so many people that go to that one because we got a lot of artists that, that come to Flavor Fest. There's probably about a hundred people in yeah. that in that track. Great networking happens. People build together. Track stars did one. Yeah, that yep. they, they had a good they, one. They there. did a they did a panel in there. Yeah. Um, Ruslan did something in there. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. 
Um, so yeah. Good tracks, man. And this year was the first time we were able to live stream multiple tracks too. Yep. So that would that yep. was actually really interesting from the production side of it. When I know they said something about, oh, what if we could live stream this thing? And I was like, live stream, no problem. But then it was like, well, what if we could live stream multiple tracks? How can we yeah. do that? So that that was a lot of fun. It was a little nerve wracking at first, but it was a lot of fun. And it was, but it was worth it. In my yeah. book, it was worth it because people watch those. They did. So yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so that was a, the breakout workshops. Then we had some fire general sessions. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had a general session, actually. Uh, I mean, we had Scott Free. We had Tony Collier. Um, we had Michael Carrion from the Bronx. Um, I got to speak in the same session as him. Um, then Saturday morning, we had KB and Amin. And they, yeah. they actually set it up like a Southside Rabbi podcast. Yeah, it was really good, man. Very interesting information. People were very attentive to that, had so many questions, wanted to know more about it. It was it was definitely you could not take your eyes off the stage. Your ears were open. Your hearts were ready because they, they dropped some bombs in there. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Here's actually a shout out from one half of the Southside Rabbi squad. Here's a little shout out from Amin talking about it. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Amin the Dream, uh, one half of Southside Rabbi. I uh, want to talk about us being at Flavor Fest. As some of you seen, we were at Flavor Fest, me and KB, um, for uh, a session there, and it was an amazing time. Uh, just had an amazing experience, as Flavor Fest always is. It's good to get back and see everybody in person. Um, and it was great. I think everyone was there, eager to learn, um, eager just to know God, eager for the Word of God. Um, great fellowship. Eric Mason did a great job. Um, and so, man, if you're not coming to Flavor Fest, man, you have to be there. You have to be there next year. You got to check it out. You got to come. Yeah. So then like the very last general session on Saturday had Pastor Eric Mason from Philly. Oof, man. man. Man, he shut it down. <laughs> he had to literally, like literally, he had to stop. He literally had to stop. It was like, you know what? I got to stop because he was gone. And we were hungry. The people were ready for it. But it was it yeah, was Yeah, we got to give him more time next time. But, but let, let's show everybody a little clip yeah. uh, of that. We want to give you guys a little bit of experience of Flavor Fest. We're showing you some different stuff. And you can go watch the full one on this on the Flavor Fest YouTube channel. So check it out. But what Satan wants to do is want to make God's boundaries to you look like bondage. And what ends up happening is you never focus on, listen to me, you never focus on the freedom because my Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, for freedom Christ has set us free. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. But what the enemy wants to do is he wants you to focus on what you can't have as a mechanism of God being restrictive and a party pooper. And see, many of us are deconstructing. Our deconstruction is really moral. Some folk deconstruction, they just want to be a hoe. It ain't really like the Bible has changed or it came out of Egypt or with the original Hebrew. It's not, that's not really it. You just really don't want to do what God says, so you're trying to find an apologetic to be a fool. So it's, but what happens is Satan progressively breaks down your guard from seeing God correctly. Every one of you who was leaders, he's after you. All right, so that was the daytime conference stuff. But yep. the icing, that's the meat of it, y'all. But the icing on the cake that a lot of people always talk about and get super hype about is the festival concerts. Yes. In the evening, we bring in some of the top names in Christian hip-hop. 
Uh, we have a lot of indies that open up. There's a lot of other activities happening throughout the building. So, man, Pastor D, talk about some of the artists that were here this year, man. Who were yes. some of your, your, your favorites that stood out? Maybe oh, who were some man. indies that stood out to so, you? Some indies that st stood out. Because you were doing production. See. You were backstage Yeah, production. the production were... side of this, the, this part right here, if you've ever been to Flavor Fest, if you've ever seen it, if you've ever heard of it, this is where the production, like, is like, woo! So just imagine, what do we got, 20-something artists? 25, 27, I felt like 30 yeah, it, artists. Well, well, per night, it's around 20-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And Feels then, like 30. Yeah. But so all that production having to go together and have them all lined up, um, yep. you know. Keep it moving, keep it on woo! time. It's a, that's a lot of production. Woo! But um, absolutely phenomenal. So I, I'm a little biased. Came over to Crossover from Daytona. One of my favorite artists is definitely Crew for Jesus. I love them. They are Daytona indie artists. Uh, I just like the, yeah. the dance moves they put with it um, as well. Uh, I'm definitely... Uh, Almost everybody that comes from ATL, kind of that crossover ATL, I'm a fan. Like, uh, double ATL, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a fan of them. Shout out to crossover but, ATL. But, yo, this year, the female artists, they they yeah. put it down. They held yeah. it down this year. Somebody else from the East Coast of Florida, Bianca Love. Bianca Love held dope. it down. We had one half of Bridgewater, and by herself, she killed it. Yeah. AI's uh, performance was phenomenal. AI, the anomaly. Maddie Ray always goes over yes. and beyond. Just yep. um, we had uh, Jekka Soul, yep, phenomenal. Like this, the females, the females are they're, they're, females. They they're came out, yeah. They was like, "Fellas, right we now. got y'all. We we right it's here good. with y'all." They so they killed it, man. We had a bunch of incredible indie artists, incredible music, man. But yeah. you know what I love about it's it's great music. But I really got a chance this year because I had a bigger team to listen to more lyrics. And the messages in these in these songs are so powerful. Yeah. Like you can hear yeah. a lot of testimony in their music and everything. So while it's hype and everybody's doing their thing, man, if you heard the message in a lot of these, they were they were great. But he kicked off night number one, I think it was Monster, Monster Tarver, bro, Monster. He had me so hype, bro. Monster yeah, had me so hype. He's bro. a big dude, man. He came yeah. out in his tank top and everybody. A lot of Hat people tilted a lot all the way down. Scared. Yeah, yeah, man. It was like he was like yo. <laughs> He said, praise the Lord. Yeah, praise the Lord, bro. If you don't know Monster Tarver, <laughs> go look him up, man. He's rocking with Dayton and uh, the God Over Money guys, Menace Movement. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, he used to be in the WWE. He's a power lifter and stuff now. Yeah, man. Good dude. He represents right here from Tampa as well. Tampa, Tampa, we got some artists, There's man. some artists here, man. We do, man. They, they was, it, was, it was a great, it was honestly a great night of, for the concerts. Yeah, what I, what I loved, man, is the artists were like so hungry, man. Yeah. Because for many of them, this was their first time to perform mm -hmm. in like almost two years. And uh, so they were they were like ready, man. And so uh, that was some of the indies and some of the national artists we had. Um, we had Brian T, yep. Brian Trejo yep. uh, on Friday night. We had Ruslan. Uh, we had Zonti. We had Phil the Voice. We had... Um, KB, yep. we had uh, Dayton's my favorite. I'm Dayton, just I'm putting of course. It out there. He's my favorite. Man, I mean, there was just so so much great talent that we had this year, man. Everybody did an incredible job. Uh, and, and then we did something new. I want to talk about this for a minute. We did Ooh, something yeah. new okay. this year. We did the ele the battle of the elements. Yeah. Now in the past, we've done a beat battle for many years. We've been known for that. Uh, Rapzilla partnered with us to do that for some of the years, and Track Stars did it. But this year we said, you know what? We've been doing this 20 years, and we always like to change things up. 
I think that's a big reason why Flavor Fest is still around because mm-hmm. we don't always just do the same thing that's predictable. We introduce new things. We take some things away. We remix some things. We tweak, tweak some things. Yeah. So it's always there's some fresh things every time at Flavor Fest. And so uh, I came up with this idea. I'm like, let's let's not just do a beat battle and we do a breakdancing battle as well, but let's include more of the elements. So came up with this thing to call the Battle of the Elements. So we had a 16-bar challenge yep. for MCs, which we never yep. did before. Yep. And that was crazy. Like, we had, we had <laughs> over 100 people that entered that on Instagram. And uh, we whittled that down to 12. So Dayton, Ruslan, and KJ52 were the judges. Yeah. They whittled it down to 12. And then we had preliminary rounds in the Kids Church Auditorium yep. here in the building. And I thought there was going to be, like, 20 people back there. packed. Bro, there was a big cypher <laughs> circle, like 150 people packed in there. Yeah, I mean, people were excited, bro, yeah. about the 16-bar challenge. Like that, that's got some life to it. Yeah, that's gonna be even bigger when when we do it next. Because even year. when we came to the auditorium, people were like at the stage, like, yeah. I mean, eyes were open. Nobody blinked. Every, nobody wanted to miss anything yeah. that was happening. You, you know, these guys was going off. It, it was crazy. It, it was crazy. So we had a, we had the 16-bar challenge. We had a beatbox battle. We had a graffiti battle. The graffiti battle was on on time lapse videos, mm-hmm. which was pretty creative and cool. We're gonna have live graffiti next time uh, outside, though, not in the building. Everybody will get high from <laughs> <laughs> all the, the spray spray aerosol. Um, then we had uh, we had the breakdancing battle. Um, we had a DJ battle for the first time, yep. and that was unique because it was the crossover church ATL DJ. Battle of the crossover DJ DJs. Radical versus uh, <laughs> DJ Serve One, who's the crossover eight one three, yeah, the crossover Tampa uh, DJ, and uh, you know, so me and Scott, Pastor Scott, were going on. Oh, it's my DJ versus yeah. your DJ. We were that hosting was, that, that was part. Great. It was fun, but yeah, his DJ won. Radicals, <laughs> radicals. He's yo, he's an OG man. I mean, yo, Serve is no joke though. Yeah, he's I'm no telling joke. You. He is no joke, but... But old school came and was like, I old, got it. He had some yeah. old school beats and stuff in there that the crowd just went bananas for. Yeah. But uh, that was super dope. And then, uh, uh, of course, you know, we did the beat battle. And, um, man, you could watch all this. All the Battle of the Elements is on the Flavor Fest YouTube channel. So mm-hmm. go over there, watch it. It was amazing. It's just the beginning of it. We're going to do it again at the next Flavor Fest. So stay tuned. If you uh, have a talent or skill in one of the elements... Man, jump in and enter it. Uh, every everyone that won uh, each category got a two hundred dollar cash prize, baby. Nice. Yeah, that's so that that, that that'll wasn't get bad. people to enter. That wasn't bad. <laughs> that wasn't bad. No. So, yeah, talk about twenty twenty two, Pastor D. Where's so it going to be? Twenty twenty two. I know people may have saw in the magazine. Oh, we're going to Atlanta. And then you heard, yeah. you go, oh, we're going to Atlanta. It's like a little rumor. We're staying right here in Tampa in twenty twenty two. We're going to yeah. do it here again. Don't know what's going to happen after that, but we will be here in twenty twenty two. So I'm yeah. excited for that, though. It is in Tampa, y'all. So mark your calendars, October the sixth through the ninth. Uh, little backstory: We love crossover ATL. They're not ready quite yet to do the conference yet so hoping in 2023 yeah we'll be able to take it up to crossover church atl uh but it's gonna be here in tampa and in 2022 like we're gonna have the whole building's gonna be remixed next year bro it's gonna be a totally different vibe when you walk in when you walk in the parking lot you're gonna be like okay (laughs) like we're about to do a major major renovation at crossover church uh pray for us we have the permits 
that are in with the city right now. So we are going to be building a coffee shop. We already have the money raised for the next phase. It's already so we're just waiting on the permit. So pray for us that early in 2022 we'll get construction going and get that popped off. It's only going to take about four to six weeks to do. The whole lobby is going to be remodeled. We're putting a second floor in, even part of the parking lot over the. There's going to be a second floor with a sidewalk outside and a big seating area. We're going to be opening uh, this coffee shop that's going to be open seven days a week. Yeah, the whole nice. lobby is going to be remodeled. New lighting, new flooring, new paint. It's going to be bananas. And then we are praying and planning on doing some major remodel stuff in the main auditorium. It's happening. It's going to yeah, happen. It's, it's happening, happen. baby. So I'm not even going to give it away. <laughs> like You just got to keep following us, and we'll give you some glimpses and some little shots of it as it's developing. Yeah. But, yeah, but pray for us. We're super excited. I think it'll be great that it's going to be back here in 2022 because uh, our, our building's going to have a whole fresh new uh, look and renovation. Uh, we've been thriving during this pandemic. We're coming out of it even stronger, and we're able to do new stuff to uh, take things to the next level with technology and um, remodeling spaces and really creating more of an experience even more because that's yeah. what people need now. Like, Because you can go online and stream worship. You could stream good preaching and teaching from places, but uh, we want people to come here and get that in person but get an experience. Yeah. Like, we can't stream you the fellowship that's going to happen in the coffee shop. We yeah. can't stream you a cup of coffee. We can't stream you the memories that you're going to make. We can't stream you the vibe of when you're in a room with people and God's presence, like, just, like, comes in and drops. Yeah. And there's something special about that. So, so yeah, so you got to be in person at FlavorFest 2022. Make your plans, y'all. It is October the 6th through the 9th. FlavorFest.org is where you can get all the information. You got anything else to say, Pastor D? No, I mean, I would, ju I would just say thank you guys so much for honestly coming and supporting. But not only that, uh, from the production side of it, it it really does make myself and my team feel good. I think there there wasn't a time when I was able to just even go down the hallway. I was going down the hallways just to check classrooms, make sure stuff was together. And I don't think there was a time that I was able to get down a hallway without somebody saying, um, thank you so much for what you're doing. Yeah. I see you running around here. This is amazing. Or even just the question of, how are you doing this? Just like literally asking those questions. From a production standpoint, that makes me feel good. It, it really does. It makes yeah. me feel good for our team to feel good um, because we we really do work hard yeah, do. on these things. We work hard to make sure. Some y'all don't even realize that there are so many nights that you just almost don't even sleep. And, you know, we get here so early in the morning. We leave here so late at night. Um, just to give that experience and make sure that you guys feel great. And so thank you so much to everybody that's, you know, complimented us and, and, you know, followed us and said, man, you guys are doing an outstanding job. So, yeah, I would say thank you. Yeah, that's why we do what we do, y'all. We do it for Jesus and we do it to train you guys and equip you and help you. That's why we have this podcast. That's why we do the conference. We want to help other leaders win. Yeah, I'm passionate about that. And God is doing something special here in our church. Uh, and we want to share that with others. We want you to take some nuggets and make it even better in and, and your spot. And then as we bring in uh, other urban practitioners that do workshops and train and speak at Flavor Fest as well, God's doing great things in their cities. And we want you to see that because we know sometimes in urban ministry it could feel lonely. You could be tired. You could be worn out. You could feel like, man, nobody gets this. And nobody, man, like, listen, you are not alone in this. Uh, we're here cheering you on, praying for you want to help you in any way we can so hey 
Um, if you're not subscribed to the channel, subscribe to it. Stay locked in. We're always going to be producing more and more content to help you guys win. Um, I also do a coaching network for pastors. So if you're a pastor or a church planner, you can go over to translationleadership.com. Um, you can get some information on that. Sign up for the coaching network. There's a couple dozen pastors that are a part of that. There's still room for you if you want to jump in. And the last thing I'll say is this is probably the last time this is going to be uh, this kind of setup for this podcast. We're switching things up for 2022. Probably before 2022, we're going to mm -hmm. give you a glimpse. But we are building a podcast studio here at Crossover Church where we are actually going to have the ability to go live on YouTube and uh, really continue to grow this and reach more and more people. So stay tuned. There's going to be a lot of new stuff that we're going to be doing in 2022. We're investing uh, a lot in different equipment and just different <laughs> learning and knowledge so yeah. we could get better to, to be able to bring stuff to you even quicker and more often. So again, lock into the channel, subscribe, let some other people know about it. And hey, we're praying for y'all and we will see you on the next episode, which might be live. So subscribe and stay <laughs> tuned and pay attention. God bless you guys. Much love. Thanks for tuning into the Flavor Fest, Urban Leadership Podcast. Stay connected with us on social media at UrbanD813 and at FlavorFest. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace and God bless.